Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kashpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kishpu and I'm your host on this podcast. We chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to creating a life you actually want to be living. How to build a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels so satisfying. How to really build a life that gets you jumping out of bed with so much excitement, so much gratitude, and so much awe. But instead, if you're just coasting through your days all you're doing is diminishing the quality of life that is otherwise available to you and this is something we all have access to which just depends on are we willing to show up are we willing to take back our power and build a life that we desire and so if you're new on this podcast like i said we chat about all things manifestation mindset and personal development and especially now there's so much conflicting advice in terms of how to manifest and so i really try to break down the process of manifestation into concrete, tangible, and actionable steps so that these aren't just cool concepts that sound really nice on face value, but instead they're cool concepts that sound really good on face value, but you're also able to apply into your own life. Because until you change the way you're showing up, until you apply all this beautiful knowledge, you're not going to be able to receive the kind of transformation that you desire, whether it's in terms of your relationships, your finances, your career, your well-being, your overall quality of life. And if you are a long-time listener, I'm so happy that you tune in twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays, we upload new episodes. And I want to hear from you. If any of my episodes resonate with you, or you just want to say, hey, if you enjoy what you're listening to, please come and find me on Instagram. I hang out there the most. My handle is at kishbu.kway. And today's episode, it's based on a conversation. Well, it started off based on a conversation I had with a client last night. And it just got me thinking about how a lot of people get stuck in the intention setting phase when it comes to manifestation. But that's the very reason why those intentions never really materialize. It's not because manifestation doesn't work, but it's because we are doing the first step, but then the next steps that are required in order to see those intentions manifest and unfold into our 3D reality, we aren't taking. And that's the very shift that needs to happen. And as I record this episode, I am currently in Bangkok and I I meant to right now be in the gym, but I shared this in the last podcast, but I fell over last week and I hurt my ankle. And as much as I want to lie to myself and say there's no pain, there is pain. I know my I know my ankle's not broken, but there's a lot of pain. And so I'm just honoring my body, trusting it. And I share this because it's one thing to know you should trust your body and you should give your body the rest it needs, but at the same time to actually do it, it is hard. And I get that. And if you are injured or you are going to experience an injury later on, please respect your body. I know it's hard, but the sooner you do, the sooner you'll be back in business. And yeah, just use this extra time to do other things that give you joy. And I say that because I know a former version of me needed to hear that. And even now, like I was in two minds, should I go and do an upper body workout? I was like, you know what? No, if there's any kind of pain, I'm just going to give my body the rest it needs because 
a week, two weeks, in my the grand scheme of things, it's nothing. But anywho, that is not what we're talking about. But I wanted to share that because, again, like I said, it's something a former version of me needed to hear. And so I'm sure someone probably needs to hear, give your body the love and respect it needs, it craves, and it will serve you tenfold. But anyways, today we are talking about creating emotional safety and turning your intentions into results, turning your desires into your reality. And this current client of mine, she is currently in between jobs and we were creating clarity in terms of, okay, what do you, what does she really want her next role to entail? And we were talking about her past role and we were doing an audit. So what are things you like from your past role? How can we use that as a form of clarity? But how can we also take what you didn't like about your last role and also turn that into clarity? And one thing she said was that in the past, her work was very much based on a freelance basis, which is great because you get a lot of flexibility, but freelancing also comes with inconsistency in terms of income. It just depends on what comes your way. And every month can look very different, which is great because some months you could have super high months, but then on the low months, it can feel very jarring. And so because her last role was full-time, she said that she was actually quite surprised, but she really enjoyed the routine life and the schedule because it gave her a sense of emotional safety. And as she was saying that, I loved it that she could identify what made her feel emotionally safe because it's not enough to say, I want a job that pays well, but it's, I want a job that makes me feel a particular way. And it's whether it's your job or your relationships or any other desire, that should be your first priority. Does it make me feel safe? That is it. Because if you're feeling insecure, if you're feeling anxious in a, with a certain desire, whether it's with money, your relationships, jobs, your health, it's not going to be a satisfying experience. And so when she outlined that having routine and a schedule and whereby her days tend to Monday to Friday look pretty similar, that it gave her that sense of emotional safety, I could totally understand why she felt that way because as humans, we thrive on structure and routine. It gives us a sense of grounding and certainty and calmness. And for a second, think about it is why do kids have strict schedules? From whether it's in school or after school activities, but it's because any kind of uncertainty, any kind of loss of routine, it creates fear within us because the fear of the unknown. And when we don't know what to expect, it's very easy for our nervous system to go into overdrive. And so it's taking that and realizing that, okay, our life will dole out various forms of stressors, but it's in the midst of the uncertainty, how can I create a sense of grounding and certainty? How can I create some kind of routine? And I know for me, this resonates a lot because my life is very flexible. When you have your own business, number one is there is inconsistency. But again, like I said, it also comes with flexibility, which for me, I personally thrive on. I love having a a life that I get to choose on my terms and a business that gets to suit me versus me having to adjust my life accordingly. That's the first thing. And then also I, I'm at least for these next few months traveling a lot. And so it's okay. There is a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of change, but it's, I get to still feel calm. I still feel, get to feel relaxed and grounded. And it's the easiest way you can do so is through routine. I talk a lot about morning routines, but that's number one, why it's so important. Because with a morning routine, no matter how the rest of your day pans out, those 10 minutes, those 20 minutes, that's what's going to anchor you. That's what's going to ground you in the present moment. 
But another way in which I implement routine, which I absolutely love, is my monthly goal setting ritual. Every month, I've been doing this for probably two or three years. Can't even remember. It's been so long. But again, no matter what, it is a non-negotiable. It's every month I will choose my word for the month ahead. I will send attention based on what I feel I need to work on. And then I will also create goals for the month ahead. I will outline three to five goals, nothing crazy, but just three to five goals that I'm going to commit to over the next 30, 31 days and use it as a blueprint. Not only is it going to give me accountability, but it's also going to help me stay accountable towards the desires that I'm calling in for myself. And I'm going to get to that, why it's so important in a second. But in addition to outlining new goals, I also go through the goals I set the month beforehand. Did I actually follow through? Did I keep up to the promises I kept to myself? Because not only does that help boost your self-confidence, actually keeping the promises you make to yourself, empty promises is the easiest way to chip away at your level of self-confidence. So not only is it going to help me add to my bank of confidence, but it's also going to help me essentially push the needle forward. It's even if it's something so small, but if it's a goal that I set and I followed through, I'm 1% closer to who I want to be and what I want to achieve for myself. Because when it comes to manifestation, it is nothing more than a reflection of who you're being. In the most simple terms, your personality dictates your personal reality, the way you think, act, and feel. So what most people do is they start thinking in the direction of the desires, they To an extent, they start feeling more positive and happier, but the missing link, the action, the embodiment, that's where they fall short. But when it comes to manifestation, it's you have to take action. You have to become an energetic match and get into energetic alignment with your desire. And in order to get into full energetic alignment, your thoughts, your feeling states, and your behaviors need to be congruent to the version of you who is manifesting her desire who's already received it and people tell me so often you manifest so much in such awe and I appreciate their acknowledgement and yes I do manifest a lot when I go through my past couple of months how 2023 has panned out it's been wild in the most beautiful ways each month there's so much goodness coming forward but don't get it twisted it's not because I'm lucky I have so much fear we all do fear is a self-preservation mechanism I have doubt I'm I have moments when I don't want to do certain things. I mean, I love to work out, but at the same time, do you think I want to go to the gym for every single workout? Are you kidding me? Even with work, I love what I do, but there are days I'm like, oh, I just can't be bothered to get on a call. It's not because I don't love my clients and I love the work I do, but because we're humans, we get lazy sometimes. But it's in these moments when fear kicks in, when doubt kicks in, when the urge to procrastinate kicks in, who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? And you know why I take action? Despite the fear that comes up, it's because for me, my greatest fear is probably stagnancy. And I know that by not taking action, by not doing anything, I can ex- that's all I can expect myself is more of the same. Whereas on the flip side, I know that every time I move, every time I take action, there has to be a change. That is how the process of manifestation works. You cannot be showing up differently and expect the same results. And yes, there is a chance that I might take action and fail, but I'll always fail forward. There's always going to be growth on the other side of it. And 
the amazing thing about our inner being is that when we take or make a wrong decision or a wrong action, we will always be rerouted, but never off the path completely. And it's coming now to the core of what manifestation is and ask yourself, who am I being? If I want new outcomes, if I want new results, it requires new behaviors. And like I said, it's not enough to set an intention. That's the first step about manifestation. But then it's about, again, working on, we talk about this all the time, working on your nervous system because when your nervous system is in overdrive, that's when all the fears, doubts, and insecurities come to the surface. When you are in overdrive, you are living in a place of survival. There is no energy to create. So I have to now ground my nervous system, like I said earlier, with routines, structures, habits, rituals, so that those fears that otherwise come to the surface, they aren't as loud. Therefore, I'm able to not only take action, but I'm also able to tune into my intuition, my intuitive guidance in terms of what is the next best step I can take. And then it's also now moving, breaking down your desires into action because manifestation is all about co-creation. You are co-creating with a power greater than you, whether it's God, the universe, angels, nature. And so no, you don't have to figure it all out on your own, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that you do nothing at all. Manifestation is anything but a passive process. And it would be really nice if we could just sit in meditation all day. It would be really nice if we could just affirm all day long that we manifested a million dollars, whatever it is, but it's not the money's not going to show up. If you don't move, the money ain't going to show up. And so it's now taking your intention setting, going one step further by goal setting. The distinction between intention setting and goal setting is that intentions are essentially us stating our wishes or desires. We're putting it out there. We're placing the order, telling the universe, hey, this is me telling you exactly what I would like. I'm being specific so that you can continue giving me abundance, but also give me abundance in the form that I would like to receive. I get to decide what my life experience looks like. But now with goal setting, it is how we keep our side of the street clean, how we do our bit and how we take action and how we get into energetic alignment with our desire. And with goal setting, we also now move into the energy of willingness because if we're just setting our intentions but not doing anything at all, I hate to say this, and this might piss a few people off, but hey-ho, I say this with love, you're being entitled. You're living from a place of total entitlement. You're expecting the universe to roll out the red carpet, give you everything you desire without you lifting a finger. That's just not how it works. <laughs> and so I'm going to give you a few examples about how you can turn your intentions into goals, into concrete steps, and how you can actually start to make manifestation work on your behalf and how you can actually start to put out that energy of willingness to show up and also garner the support of the universe. Your life is a reflection of you. And if you wait to take action, the universe will wait to deliver. But on the flip side, when you start to gain the energy of action and movement and momentum, you start to build momentum around your desires and the universe has no choice but to respond to you by moving as well. You take one step forward, the universe will take 10 steps. So for example, let's say you have an intention to scale your business and hit a certain income goal. Let's say it's $20,000 a month. Okay, that is your intention. There's nothing stopping you from hitting those numbers. But a goal around that could be maybe to hire a business coach to help you do so. It could be through going through your current finances. It could be through maybe there's a side component to your existing business that you've been wanting to launch to maybe just 
finally bite the bullet and launch it. But it's okay. What is one step forward I can take to help me move in that direction of my desire? One of my desires at the start of the year was wanting to lean out. As much as I'm content in my body, I did definitely wanted to lean out a bit more before summer. And so my goals around that, the first goal was I hired, was to hire a coach to help me work on my metabolism. I've been on a healthy eating journey for, how long have I been? I think it's been like 17 years at this point. Yeah, I probably have to go back and see, but about like 16 or 17 years. So my metabolism has become a little too adaptive. And so what worked in the past doesn't necessarily work as much as it could have. And so I really had to work and rev up my metabolism. So that was the first goal in the first couple of months was to hire a coach. Then this month, this past month in April, one of my goals around this desire was to track my protein and calories as data to see where I'm at. And another goal around this was to strength train at least three times a week. Because on one hand, because especially now I'm traveling, I'm in Bangkok, it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to work out while I'm here. But if I don't actually break it down, let's say it's almost the weekend and I've done two workouts. It's so easy to pacify my mind. And be like, oh, anyways, I, I got those two workouts in. But instead, if I said I'm doing at least three strength training workouts a week, even I could be so lazy on the weekend, but I'll still go because I gave it a specific number. And that number is what's going to hold me accountable. Another example about how you can now make this work for you is let's say your intention is I want to be more calm this month. Great. How are you going to make that a reality? I know for me, I mean, regulating my nervous system is my number one priority in life. The busier I get, the more it becomes a priority. And so the last couple of months in order to turn that intention into results, it was me amping up my routine in the sense that I committed for the last three months, every day, I'm going to meditate twice a day for at least 10 minutes and I'm going to journal twice a day. And there were some days where I don't really want to meditate in the night. I was like, I'm so tired. I just want to watch Netflix. But I did it because I set that goal. Similarly is I didn't want to always journal, but I set that goal. And so even if it meant me taking out my notebook and writing out two lines, I still did it. And the consistency in our habits is what creates our results, that momentum. But what happens is, is that we tend to allow our motivation to dictate the way we show up. And that's why we tend to waver because we're not taking concrete and consistent action. And that's why it's, like I said, it's not enough to just say, I want to be more calm because I could say that, but it's, what am I doing in that direction? Whereas now, genuinely, I've had a crazy few months. I've traveled a lot. I've you know, expanded my business a lot, made a lot of decisions which, you know, require you to come out of your comfort zone. But I'm also my calmest I've ever been. What could have thrown me off, what could have totally dysregulated my nervous system, it didn't. And that's how we are able to move to our next level. That's how we're able to grow and expand. It's by laying the foundation and showing up for what's coming up. At the end of the day, you have to show up for your desires. Blind faith is so important while manifesting. Don't get me wrong. Trusting, even though you can't see that divine higher power, trusting that it's always supporting you. But blind faith without action is merely a wish. Like I said, it is a sense of entitlement and it is pure, pure delusion. Life is responding to you. And if you wait, life waits. And when you are taking action on the flip side, you build momentum. and 
we don't manifest based on one thought or one action or one feeling. We based on we manifest based on what we build momentum on. And when you build momentum in the direction of your desire, you're creating such a snowball effect. And eventually, that momentum has no choice but to be, be made man manifest in 3D reality. And here's the thing. Law of attraction is always working. And when you take action, you will attract another idea and then another idea. And suddenly, before you know it, you're so much further along the path. You're so much closer to your desire. And that's why you need to keep asking yourself, what is the next best step I can take? You need to start asking yourself more empowering questions rather than get stuck in how long is this going to take? Why is my desire not here? And be helpless. Take ownership for your life. Take accountability. Yes, it's scary because it's unfamiliar. But if you get caught up in the allure of familiarity and comfort, feels good in the moment, you'll get that temporary feeling of relief, but you will also fall into a cycle of stagnancy. But instead, when you can just keep asking yourself, how can I move forward? What is the next best step I can take? That is how you take back your power. And this is exactly why my clients see mind-blowing results. A, we do the work to regulate their nervous system and prime their mind so that they're able to receive the clarity, tap into their intuitive guidance and move, 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 move. Despite the fear, we create so much momentum. We chunk down their desires into concrete, actionable steps. We reverse engineer and we get them into energetic alignment. And that's exactly what we are going to do in the Master Manifestation Accelerator, which starts next week as of when this episode goes out. We start officially on May 18th, six weeks of creating so much momentum towards your desires and start manifesting the big desires, big stuff that you are calling into your life. Really learning how to work through your fears, your doubts, your insecurities, how to prime your nervous system, regulate your internal state, because when you learn how to regulate your internal state, when you learn how to manage your energy, that is how you'll be able to manage the outcomes that unfold for you. And if this is something you feel ready for at this stage of your journey, you can head to the show notes for more details. I'm so excited for the women who've already signed up and the amount of breakthroughs that are in store for them. Oh, it's going to be so, so good. But like I said, is if you want to see changes, you got to move. You got to take ownership. You need to take action. And I can promise you this is that if you meet me halfway, you will be very pleased with the results that unfold. Your mind is telling you walk and change in six weeks. This is manifestation. Time is subjective. Things can change tomorrow. You're literally one vibration away from you getting what you want. So can you now change your vibration, raise your point of attraction by taking ownership, taking action, and taking full responsibility by doing your bit? At the end of the day, it's whether it's me, whether it's your parents, whether it's your brother, your sister, your husband, your wife, whoever it is in your life, nobody can change your life. The only person who will change your life is you. When you show up for yourself, for your desires, that energy of confidence, of courage, of vulnerability, and self-empowerment is what will help you magnetize your desire. Nothing excites the universe more than seeing us take action. And so, like I said, is if this is something you feel ready for at this stage of your journey, you can hit the show notes with more details. And in the meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. I wish you an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. 
If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.